Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Take the time you have. So if you've got 10 minutes to do something do 10 minutes of it and never think it's only 10 minutes so I won't bother. So take the time you have. It doesn't have to be the person next to you. That's, that's the thing that I've learned most from, from Helen about, about training and about personal improvement has been exactly that. I very much have a tendency to go, oh, I've only got 10 minutes. What's the point of training? Helen will say, I've got 10 minutes. I can, I can do 10 minutes, which, you know, over the course of, the day or the week or the month is going to add up and it does make a huge huge difference um my my tip would be start the day well whatever you do start the day with a good healthy breakfast um i would say that having a green smoothie first thing in the morning full of vegetables full of all the things that you know your body needs forcing that down will make you feel through the rest of the day that you you've ticked the diet box relatively well and it just Starting the day with hopefully a little bit of stretching or training, starting the day with a positive statement makes a massive difference to how you continue that day and how you feel through it. And as a morale boost and as a, a drive to do better in your day, how you start is, to me, huge. Just to explain to people a little bit about how tough rowing is. I mean, I know a little bit about it through, you know, um, people meet, meeting different rowers through, through um, Olympic experiences. But it's I think it's the toughest sport out there in terms of the training that you have to put in. I mean, just tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, the physical race is hard and it hurts. It's about a seven-minute race and it's pure pain. But like you say, it's mainly the, the background of the training that goes behind it. Um, you're training three times a day six, seven days a week. Um, we'd often get a Sunday off every three weeks. And it's just the monotony. You, you don't miss sessions, you don't miss days. And it's um, maybe a couple of hours in the water, a couple of hours in the gym, and then an hour on the rowing machine every day, getting the recovery she, she, she with throws, that. She throws that away. But anyone who's ever been on a rowing machine, you know, I, I, I've done a bit of that since, like, since we've got together. And we might, I might get on for 
seven minutes, 10 minutes and come out at the end and be brutalized. And Helen will go faster than me and be on there for an hour and a half. And that is one of her three sessions in the day. The other yeah. session, she might do a marathon distance on the water and then get off and do an Olympic weights session that puts the the the, the power lifters to shame. Well, not not you, the power oh, come to shame. On, <laughs> I mean, what the, the do- it, take the praise, Helen. Take it's it. insane. It's it, insane. It, honestly, you're, you're right. You know, it's the toughest thing it you is can insane. do. It is insane. And everybody from the other sports that sees them, the cyclists tra- that train alongside them and go, "What are you doing?" And and they do that. Day in, day out, they don't take any time off. It's brutal. You know, even just seeing her do one single 2K test on the ergo, it it hurts me because you can see the amount of pain that she's putting herself through. And that is just, you know, one of three sessions in a in a day. It's it's crazy. I I thought that I was a, a sporty person. I thought I was a competitive person until I met Helen and I realized that I was not in her world. Where can I find that willpower to sort of make myself be a better person every day and start the day much better than I did this morning? It's such a tricky question. And I think it's something that I've actually got better at since having kids because I definitely deal best under pressure. I remember even at school, I was someone who would leave leave it to the last minute for homework or for deadlines or for something like that. Under pressure is what I kind of, I don't enjoy, but I thrive in. And so I I definitely find if I have all the time in the world, I won't really use it. But if I have one slot in the day and I know if I don't train now, I won't get another chance because the kids will need me, then I will train. And I I think almost forcing myself into the situation where I, if I know I lose that opportunity, it's gone works best for me because otherwise you're just relying on motivation and that's something that's just quite fickle. Something that I I learned from Helen, a very practical thing that I never realised before, is what she does as an athlete is the very, very first thing in the morning, she'll do something that peaks her testosterone particularly, right? So you're you're doing things that kind of get the the hormones, adrenaline, etc., racing so it might be very first thing in the morning doing something like getting into a punch bag or throwing a slam ball or or doing anything that gets those uh, hormones moving and you might totally not feel like it you might be you know still in the midst of the last night's sleep fog but within a couple of minutes all of a sudden your body's like oh yes this is what I'm supposed to be doing and and it makes a difference not just to being able to train first thing in the morning but to the whole of the rest of your day would you say that's that's fair yeah I mean that's more for like for racing or for intensity you kind of you do that and you get your hormones peaked but it's definitely true that I think setting expectations for me has always been a really important thing if I if I start a training session thinking this is going to be two hours long that's that's really intimidating whereas if I think 20 minutes is better than zero minutes I'd probably get to 20 minutes and carry on you know I think keeping it really simple and manageable and and then you do get that feeling that real feel good that real um buzz that motivation of having achieved something and then it makes you yeah in a better mood for the rest of the day yeah I can I can relate to that again having having kids and suddenly you don't have all day to train like you used to when you're doing an Olympic campaign right really and 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 trying to just do something is 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 key, isn't it, really? Because it's so easy to put it off, say, oh, well, I, I can't do the full, you know, I wanted to do a two-hour bike ride or whatever it is, I can't do it, so I'm just, you know, my whole plan's written off. Just committing to doing something, I think that's key. And, and most yeah, people in that, it's aren't so they, true. Really, that, with their everyday lives, 
that they, they, they don't have the time. So just trying to get something done. But Helen and Steve train with the a children like, in the garden with them, night. also sort of amongst like the bench pressing equipment or whatever it might be. I mean, how, how are you not permanently distracted by that? How can you focus on what you need to do with that going on around you? I mean, I'm thinking in particular of lockdown because we were in that sort of very strange period of time where that had to be the case. But I mean, how, how on earth, I mean, on an Instagram image, I, I can see that looks absolutely incredible. But in practical terms, what does that feel like? I think the most important thing I had to do was tell myself two things. One, this will not be the same as normal training. I'm not in a centre of excellence where, you know, you don't have babies crawling on you and you have scientists standing behind you. And two, the reason I'm doing this, one of the big, big things I'm achieving is not just the physical training, but it's what you're showing your kids. And if you're showing your kids by being inclusive and picking them up and not telling them to go away, but actually including them, then actually my role as a role model is is being achieved. Um, I feel like it, yeah, it definitely kind of shifted my my focus when I was training, I used to be the most kind of absolute blinkers on focus, nothing could, nothing could get into my zone. And now I kind of welcome that because it shows, it reminds me that, that there's more to sport. There are bigger things in life, but it's still a really great part of life that I'm lucky to do. So, I mean, a, a classic example would be last night after we got the kids down, um, we had our sort of like decompress, put the television on, but while that was happening, Helen was in front of the television doing her yoga stretches and I was sat on the sofa doing my freediving breathing exercises. So we, we actually spent a good 45 minutes that, you know, we were watching the telly, but doing something positive at the same time. Um, and that probably sounds like absolutely... We do have evenings where we just my watch version TV of that well. is I can watch, My version of that, guys, is that I can watch the telly and shop online at the same time. <laughs> That's my oh, version of I was of doing that while I was doing I the yoga. It's some serious multitasking, don't It just depends what your priorities are. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.